Hey y'all, it's Janine or Ninay or Janinay and I finally finished writing <laughs> this blog post about our recent trip to London and it's called Kuriput London Travels, Asian Feasts and Thrift Store Treasures. So Miguel, Miguel, Miguel and I went on our first trip to London and in this article I spilled the beans on being a penny-pinching traveler relishing in Asian gastronomic delights and unearthing hidden gems in thrift stores. I have like two, well I had a lot, but two of my favorite personal revelations from my London escapade and I guess what's kind of like sticking in my brain recently is one that I'm such a geeky tireless and kuripot traveler geeky because I gotta know the history and the trivia of whatever spot that I visit tireless because I can walk endlessly and hold in my pee forever which i shouldn't because uti hurts and also because Mikael gets cranky if he has to be or when he's hungry and lastly i just don't like spending on unnecessary stuff and i'm always looking for a bargain second revelation is i'm really grateful to have a life partner that goes along with my travel vibe because if Mikael was different then i don't know how we would travel together Discovering my traveler persona. In the wild world of Filipino lingo, kuripot means frugal. While I absolutely adore exploring new places, I'm averse to spending. (laughs) When out with friends, I don't mind footing extra expenses or even treating. But when I'm flying solo, when it's for me, like kuripotness or penny pinching takes the lead. So much so that one of the pieces of advice I would give to my younger self is to spend a little more because like, I know that I'll be okay financially. <laughs> there are so many things I missed out on because I didn't want to spend. I reminisce about my first trip to Europe. Um, I went to Venice and I was alone and I recall stashing airplane cheese crackers and fruit in my bag. <laughs> To have it for dinner in the Piazza San Marco of Venice, okay? And then later, since I got to save money I didn't spend on dinner, I indulged in a hot chocolate, Um, So yeah, save now, spend later. Even with more years under my belt and with a healthier savings account, I don't mind a few nights of discomfort if that means a bigger budget for later. Enter Mikkel, my kindred spirit in financial restraint. I guess that's one of the reasons why the relationship works. Like, we can let comfort take a backseat, and we love searching for the balance of quality and a great price. Dapat sulit. So, in a city of opulent, super nice London, like classy, Mikkel and I danced to a different tune. Our hotel was really central, but questionable. <laughs> Yet another experience that bonds us and yet another fun story to tell. But I'd never stay there ever again. Okay, let's go to the travel part. Um, So my three constant themes when I go to a big city, for some reason, it just ends up being like culture, food, and thrift store shopping or, or like cheaper shopping, outlet shopping or something like that. 
like similarly when we went to Seoul earlier this year we we did the same things but with a different uh, vibe of course the Korean vibe so okay London let's talk about London um Sandman tours have you heard of it um so they do free and paid tours the free tours after the tour you have the option to give a tip to the tour guide and I really like their their tours. Like I've done one, no, I've done two in Berlin. One was the free walking tour, which was really good. I really like. I learned a lot, and the 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 guide was so insightful. And I liked it so much that I went on a paid tour to to one of the concentration camps in in near Berlin. Um, and that was also really life changing. Um, I also did a walking tour in Hamburg, and then now like in London, we did two. So there's the London City Walking Tour, which provided the historical context. And like that's just, just a must-do, right? You go, you go to all the like, main places. Not all of them, but um, the ones like, close by. And then after you can, you know, the, the guide gives you tips on what else you should do, where else you should go. Um, so that was great. We did it in Spanish. And on the flip side, we did another tour in English, which is like the dark side of London tour. So it talks a little bit about um, the ghosts and also a little bit about the Roman history, but mostly about Jack the Ripper and his victims. So it really like it transported me back to the late 1800s and they really tell the tales of each victim, telling you like how they lived, and it helps you imagine what it was like during then, um, the post-industrial revolution. So it was really, really interesting. It even um, brought back some learnings from some museums I went to in in Sydney because you know, um, from London they 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 went to Sydney. So I loved it. Like it's just connecting dots around the world. It was really nice. Um, so those are the two tours that we did. I highly recommend them. There are also a bunch of free museums in London. So uh, choose your own adventure. We visited the Tate Modern Museum and they have like an extensive art collection, oh, collection, collection featuring artists like Warhol, they have Dali, they have Picasso. Um, so you'll find like great stuff there the thing is it's huge it's colossal so the tip i have is even before you go there or while you're walking around um search for like the must-sees and make sure that you get to see them or if you have like a favorite artist make sure you get to see um their pieces and if you get lost like ask because there are people that work in the museum that that um, wander around so ask so that you don't waste any time because the museum and london is huge you do not want to waste time okay food dripping of course i'm with the chefs <laughs> and i'm me i love food so let's go to the food no fish and chips for us i mean i guess we should have but coming from a city with no great asian options and we always just have to cook at home Oriental cuisine took the spotlight. So we went to Roti King, which was um like Malaysian Singaporean food, and they have like really good roti. We ordered the mutton curry, which was so good, and we had laksa because it was like a a little bit of a rainy day and super cold. The thing is, there is a queue, there is a line, um, so like get ready for that. We went really early, like. 
merienda time. I don't know, was it like five-ish? And we we had to wait. It's like, huh? Why are people here? It's like it's not even dinner time. But there was already a line, like maybe like three people before before us. And then by the time we went into the restaurant, the queue was great. So so yeah. Um if you really want to to taste this, like go early and get ready for a line. But if you're from the Philippines, okay, don't go here now. <laughs> because one, you have Singapore right there. Two, you have banana leaf in case you're craving and you're in Manila. Um but for those that are not from from the Philippines or from Asia, I highly recommend it if you're craving like legit Asian flavors. It just tasted really authentic um and it's also just like a 15 minute walk from king's cross station where you can catch the hogwarts express on platform nine and three quarters so if you're in that station or you can just walk a little bit and you have some yummy roti and asian food okay um we wanted chinese food and we went to joy king lao which is near like the m&m store if I'm not mistaken, near near the M&M and Lego store in like Chinatown. Um, is it like Soho or Covent Garden? But anyway, like that area, um, even near like West End. And I was surprised by how good it was. Like the fried noodles, we got like the fried noodles with beef and veggies. It was so good. And the dim sum was like really clean. Like the flavors were just so clean. Like I Oh, it was good. It was really good. I haven't had that in a while. And here, parang there was the table beside us had some like Asian faces, and Mikael was like, hmm. "Um, there's a, I think there's like like one of the guys a Filipino, but I couldn't see them, and the accents were like legit British, okay, not pilit British, like legit accents. So I'm like, what? So he was like, go like ask, ask, and I heard the word Filipino a few times, so I'm like, okay, like you know, um, conquering my small talk fears. Let's just do it. So I was like a tita in Manila saying, oh, hey, I heard you guys say Filipino a few times and I'm Filipino. And so there, I like, I honestly didn't do small talk as well as I could have. Like, Mikael gave me tips after. So there. Okay, there's like Bao London, which is a chain. So if you're going and you want some bao, like you can, you know, put these spots on, on your map. It's a franchise. So they're it's pretty good. And the dessert, the salted egg custard dessert bao was was yummy. Um, but I recently had I I recently went to a bao place also in Madrid and that one was just better. And so parang I don't know, my taste buds compared and the one in Madrid was better. I link them all here. Anyway. Next is a ramen place. We actually, we were going to go to another ramen place, but they didn't accept credit card. And I'm like, this was like right before rushing to the airport okay, for our flight. So um, I was like, oh, I don't want to like, I don't want to get money pa and then pound and then I won't be able to spend it, right? So let's go to another place. Thankfully, there was another ramen place nearby and it was surprisingly good. Like I feel like they made their own noodles, the chef looked um looked Japanese and you can even um choose the firmness of the noodles like like in Tokyo. The stock was also so good. Um 
the the meat, the cured meat, I think it was the pork belly, was really tasty. It was really tasty. Don't get the chashu, get the, the pork belly one. It was so good. Um, we also didn't get to go to like a legit Indian restaurant because we didn't have time. We just had Indian in like one of the many food markets that were around the city. But um, Drea recommended Dishoom. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Dishoom or is it Dishoom? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, like Drea Lopa, who is an amazing Pinay designer living in London, recommended it. And it's also a chain, so there are loads around the city. And I think near Borough Market, I heard that like silk was yummy. So yeah, if you want Indian food, those are some options. Um, yeah, I got to meet Drea, so I'm so happy. And I got to see Nico also, so I'm super happy that they now know each other. And we spent like, a very pleasant and insightful night um, together, dinner time together. Okay. Um, uh, we were in a city that's not traditionally acclaimed for its culinary prowess, and so we ditched the meat pie, but still made room for a wee bit of their local gems. One is Regency Cafe, which has traditional English breakfast, uh, which are like beans, bacon, and things like that. There's a line outside all the time. Um, and honestly, it was okay. It wasn't that great. But I think parang in terms of price and quantity and quality also for them, it was it was good. Um, so I wouldn't go back. But if you want to know what the fuss is about, like why people line up, I mean, you know, any of the time, why not um, go grab Brekkie and Regency Cafe? We went to a pub and we... Like, I was doing small talk na naman with, like, the, I think he was, like, the manager. Um, and we, I said, yeah, we just got here. And we went to Regency Cafe. And he was surprised. He was like, wow, you guys went there. Like, I haven't even been there. But everyone, like, loves that. So, um, so yeah, there's that. Um, and then in Brick Lane, which was our fave for thrift shopping, um, there's this Bagel Bake Bakery. And the must-try is the salted beef bagel with gherkin, which is what they call the pickles there, and, and mustard. So you gotta try that. It was really good. It was actually really good. Gooey, like really tasty meat and worth the wait. The thing is, there are a bunch of bagel spots there. And right next door, like two stores down, there's another bagel place. And we passed that other bagel place first. So we thought that was the one. So we got the bagel and ate it and we're like oh it's good it's good and it's so cheap and we walk a little bit more than we see the bagel spot with a line and we're like oh my gosh it should be this and we're like okay are we gonna eat another one but um we wanted to have ramen that was the morning before our flight at night so you're like, are we gonna get another one? But I'm like, oh, we're only here. Like, when are we gonna be back? So let's do it. So I went and got another one, and it was yummier. So please don't make the same mistake as us and go for the one with the line. I, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm linking it here. So <laughs> also, also while you're there, get a donut. It's really good. It's also really good. It has jam inside, and the the bread is just really good. So there, okay, lastly, thrift shop, 
thrift store thrift store shopping <laughs> I don't know how you feel about secondhand shopping but I've always enjoyed it from Baguio to Tokyo and Seoul when you find something that looks great fits perfectly and with a smile inducing price tag oh is this such an amazing feeling it's like going on an easter egg hunt and finding the golden egg or looking for mushrooms in the forest and finding a boletos you know what i mean so the places um that we got to go to there are others okay so if you're gonna go and you love this and you love markets do the research but we were able to go to camden town which is like a much hipper green hills shopping center <laughs> But it's it's a vibe. It's a vibe. It, it's not just all um, secondhand stores, okay? There are a lot of, like, funky shops that you can go into and it's just, like, fun to, to walk around. Damning peeps on the weekend, so maybe try to go on a weekday. There are also, like, food stalls. Basta, it's, like, oh, cool. And there's, like, a canal that, that runs through it. So that area is also, like, nice to to see and to take pictures. Um... The guide mentioned that right there also is Primrose Hill, which is like a, not a garden, like a little park. And it has a, like a view of the city. And it's one of like the free viewing spots. So if you have time, go there. We didn't know about it because we did our, our walking tour a little like later in our, in our stay. Sayang. Um, but yeah, if you can, you go and tell me. Um, if it's worth the the walk. Um, Soho and Covent Garden, which is like center, we were staying near Covent Garden, so we got to like walk around here a lot. Um, you'll find whatever store you're looking for here, any brand. So it's a great place to go shopping, not just secondhand shopping. Um, even the vintage shops here are pricier, and you'll find some that like specialize in branded stuff. So it's great. I mean, if you want to go that route. Um, interestingly, though, and I don't know if I've heard this from any other country or whatever, but apparently in the UK, there are some stores, like vintage stores, that you pay by kilo, okay? <laughs> and there are some like massive warehouses, but they're not in London. They're like in the outskirts. So there's just no time for, for us to go if we're there for like a short time, right? Um, but we did find one in Covent Garden. It's a little bit pricier, but if you want to like just see what it's like, um, it's called like Pick and Wait Vintage Kilo Store. And there were some funky pieces there, so go check it out. And it's right beside another um, vintage shop also that has a chain all around um, all around London. So, so there. Um Lastly, Brick Lane. I already mentioned the the bagel. Now let's go the shopping. It was the best. There are so many stores along this street and really good prices and like really good stuff. So yeah, like we just kept shopping till the very last minute before going to the airport. Oh no, before getting our ramen and then going to the airport. Um, and yeah, this is the area where we got like bought the most stuff it's also close to shoreditch which we didn't get to go to but apparently they're like great bars and there's one with live music so if you have time go because if ever we go back we'll probably you know check it out also okay quick question oh my gosh this is so long oh 
<laughs> Sorry. How do you usually plan your trip? Like when you go on a trip? Like it made me think because I'm giving all these like links and stuff like that. But what I do is I already have on my Google Maps a food list and a want to go list. And every time I go somewhere, I just save the the spot to either food or want to go. I think I should make for shopping also now. But yeah, so that when it appears in my maps, it's a different color. And that way I know that, okay, this is food and this is like a, a spot that I want to visit, right? And then, um, I prioritize like, okay, which are the want to go so that I really want to go to? Like, I don't know, this museum or that museum or whatever. And then if I get hungry while I'm there, I look at the map and I look at the points around it and I'm like, oh, here, this is kind of close by, so I can go here. That way, I don't duck into like a random restaurant that's not really great, right? Anyway, so there, that's how I do it. I don't know how you do it. If you think you have like a better system, please let me know because this, I don't know, it just it was just the easiest way for me to, <laughs> to travel all these years. Uh, there's like, oh, London is just, it's huge, it's huge. There's the Parliament Building, which has Big Ben. The Buckingham Palace is big with the parks, the parks, not just one, around it. All these, like, you know, historical buildings, all these museums, um, the Tower Bridge, like, oh, so many places to go to. But if you go there, you know that, you know, time, you, you don't have as much time, so you gotta prioritize. And we only had four days, but we made the most of it. And we're back home and we're tired, but we're full of stories. and Too many stories that I can't even fit them into this post or this audio, which is already over 20 minutes. Okay, so I'll just end already with these random tips instead. One, save your spots on your map, but prioritize. Know your priorities. How? To know your travel persona and be honest about it. If you know, if you want to watch a play and that's worth it for you, do it. If you're a Harry Potter fan, go to the Harry Potter spot. If you're a Beatles fan, you know what I mean. Like, um, just know because oh yeah, like if you're a music fan, like, we passed by a street that was full of like guitar shops and were like secondhand guitar shops. You know what I mean. So, um, know what you want to see and prioritize it because you're not gonna have enough time for everything. Um, kickstart your adventure with a walking tour if you're I mean if you care about like the history like if you don't then it's okay but if you do um, it's good to start with a tour because then you can also ask the guide for tips for the next few days Um, in London make the most of the metro but also experience the double-decker bus if you can and maybe even like those cute little taxis if you can Um, and lastly travel with a buddy that just gets you on cheesiness to end so there um lots of cuento and it was just really fun i'm i'm happy that we went and i don't know if we'll be back because there's so many places in the world that we'd want to see but london is definitely like a happy place in terms of memories